So I don't know. I actually, I don't think this will be a whole episode. I did write it down as a, maybe a potential opener. Whatever happened to Johnny Marzetti? Huh? What the fuck? <laughs> right? I don't wow. know. Maybe that's not a whole episode, but like... Just wait. Not a whole episode or not even a whole opener? <laughs> that's bar- it was barely a whole sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that was a sentence. But seriously, though, what, what you don't hear about Johnny Marzetti anymore. Wow. Wait, here's <laughs> the thing. <laughs> was this is... Did this I dream those that? Moments. Was that real? It was like a grade school menu item, right? Yeah. It's like gone on so long. I'm, I don't know what it is, and I'm afraid to ask. They called like this. They called like really dry spaghetti Johnny Marzetti, and I'm like, I guess, <laughs> right? Like, was that? Uh, lit- did that literally only exist in our grade school cafeteria? Uh, first of all, possibly. what what makes it anything other than just spaghetti? Why was it called Johnny Marzetti? Because and... <laughs> it was the Malk of spaghetti. This <laughs> 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 is a run of, run of a get, pot of spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> spaghetti, maybe on a God private school it. budget. This is Marzetti. Yeah, Catholic school budget. <laughs> not, not like nice private school Catholic school, you guys. This is like uh shoestring funded uh oh shoestrings we couldn't afford shoestrings <laughs> it's like when you take all the old spaghetti and dry it out and make it you know it's reconstituted spaghetti yeah that's that's kind of what it is yeah it's whatever happened to it i'm glad it's gone let's put it that way yeah <laughs> <laughs> i did you know like, hey, we're having to polio polio <laughs> <laughs> That's off-brand Poland. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate, like, if you paid attention to the uh, the lunch cycle, though, it would be like one week you'd have uh, Salisbury steak, uh, which is, of course, a, a choice cut of, mm-hmm. of meat. Yes. Uh, and then the next week there'd be always hamburger gravy. hamburger gravy. Yeah. Because the leftover Salisbury steaks <laughs> would be ground up into the hamburger gravy. And, which, uh, you know, they should... I think they're they're missing a chance to really talk up the hamburger gravy. Quit calling it hamburger. Call it Salisbury gravy. Salisbury is apparently a better Hell. version of. Apparently, it's a better version of uh, sad meat patty. The reason they didn't call it Salisbury gravy is because they couldn't afford the candelabras you'd need to put out on the table to eat that shit. <laughs> Damn, that sounds fancy. Mm-hmm. Well, all the children will need to wear a black tie for the dining room to be seated. <laughs> formal. We have a semi-formal uh, arrangement out by the swings. You need a jacket, but it's it's like an SPPS windbreaker. <laughs> this week I'm going to take a page out of uh, Ben's playbook and uh, steal some copywritten material to open us up here. (laughs) If you're on video right now, you're watching me do a a, a guitar and a mean guitar face. That's essentially world music. That's (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Uh, Clinks and grunts. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Little Captain Travis, we are uh, get out your tape measures and tool belts and uh, have your spouse prepare their I don't think so Tim face because <laughs> this week we're talking home improvement. Uh, yeah. You aren't going to find four more qualified home improvement experts than the hosts of Free Legal Advice Podcast. Oh, so no. this week. Not if all you do is listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which we hope that's happening. <laughs> Uh, we're going to give you our do's and don'ts 
discuss potential projects you can tackle. Uh, some of those that you might want to leave up to the pros and then uh, wrap up with a, a rec- some recommended uh, tools that have been granted the flap seal of approval. So, yeah, we're doing all things home improvement. If you guys want to talk about the show and, you know, whether it's uh, Zachary Taylor Johnson or Timothy Zachary Michael Ty. Smith, whichever is your favorite. Zachary Taylor. Wanna... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Taylor uh, Bowers, we... uh, whoever. um the first thing i want to talk about is like what is what makes home improvement an enjoyable thing what makes it cool what makes it good um and i I, i'll take a quote from a somewhat loyal listener r allen r we were texting about this and he's like man the other week uh he's like i don't know shit a couple weeks ago i fixed a a hose on the washer and i felt like a hero (laughs) and it's totally, and I'm like, yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how to do shit, and I have no skill. But like, when you you know put put the piece of gum on uh, the back of a poster and stick it to the wall, you're like, fuck yeah, that's <laughs> right. So, what is it about home improvement that like uh, is so satisfying? Well, I had to. I got a new washer recently, and I had to install it myself. They just came oh, and shit. dropped it off, and I. As the strong, you know, virile home improvement man I am, <laughs> was able to follow the step-by-step instructions printed in the instruction book and do it successfully. <laughs> I did it all by myself oh, when they told me exactly what to do. <laughs> Are you referring to the steps that were designed for any idiot to mm-hmm. follow? For any idiot. It says very clearly, <laughs> idiot-proof instructions. And I did it. Where'd you mess up? <laughs> well, that's, that's another podcast. It is interesting, though, that uh, it's so intimidating to people uh, to do lots of little things. And because there's kind of a mystery, like you all, you take all this shit for granted. Um, we talked last week about uh, futuristic ideas and crap, but just the, the normal plumbing and electricity in our house seems the, like wizard shit. And then when you actually do a thing, yeah, you, you guys are making light that it's just following instructions. But there's a lot of people who are like, I don't want anything to do with whatever it says. Yeah, once you get into it, you demystify it. But uh, when you're still on the the other side of the fence where it's all mystical, it's really scary. And then you start doing it and follow the instructions, and you feel like you have like some control over the world now. And yeah, it's a good feeling. I think from a primal perspective, it is the control of the world. It's like, ha, take that, you inferior inanimate object. I shall control my landscape. From that from that point, I see it as like uh, best cave wins, and like some, <laughs> somewhere somewhere along the line, like we figured out like hyenas and snakes hate like flat packed Scandinavian furniture. So the more that we have, the more it keeps like we learned these herbs are good for a headache, and that the like uh, if you get yourself a, a clip on couch, it keeps out hyenas, and it's like best cave wins. I, and then you also observe, like, well, the snake sleeps in a hole in the ground, and the hyenas just sleep out on the prairie, and none of the cave ladies are trying to fuck the hyena or the snake. Uh, but the guy, Larry, who's got a Most cave with uh, a washer, a new washer in it, uh, the ladies are all humping Larry. So, you know, you're... Uh, I'm pretty sure just those last three minutes have spawned a uh, hundred Farside uh, cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yes. There's a 
there's a hyena and a washing machine and a cave and Gary <laughs> Larson's like slow down I can only yeah, fall like, so fast wait, wait, wait. Back, back 15 seconds back 15 seconds okay what was that yes. <laughs> coming out of retirement there's, so there's something with like the romanticized professions with it of like a, like a manly ideal or it's not just like a, a man thing either there's kind of like a I'm a self-sufficient person or, you know, sure. uh, like I, 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 I have control over this kind of thing. And there's so like along the, the romanticized like lumberjack or something where it's like, yep, out in the world, honest, or honest labor or that kind of thing. Yeah. Did, let me ask you, Ben, did you, uh, when crafting that tournament, did you ever consider like uh, construction or um, general contractor or yeah, carpenter sure. or any of this? For yeah. sure. For sure. Um, I mean, it, it was like uh, harder to keep the ideals up, and there just there isn't as much of a daydream. On a nice day, I'll drive by and be like, you know, skipping it and going, "Man, them landscapers got it easy." And then every other day, I'm like, "Ooh, ah, that's <laughs> so." And, and contractor too. I mean, there's there's the thing. I I am a little bit handy at least, but there's the there's a cliche like this, like. The guy's like, no, uh, the, the the plumbing is, uh, oh, it's wet. And then the contractor comes in and the lady's like, oh, he's taking care of it. Ooh, la, la. Like that kind of a thing. That's a, it's a trope. As soon as I'm done <laughs> fucking the pizza boy, I'm going to fuck him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. I've seen this movie. Fuck I've seen this pepperoni movie. boy. Look at this guy. He's uh, he, he brought in a couch. Um, but th- there's kind of a thing of like that, that's somehow real and otherwise you're a dumbass poindexter who pushes pencils or something like that so yeah there, there there's a lot of the romanticized stuff that's that's you know in in that realm yeah for sure and i think it is a lot of it is just demystifying because i'm still in tim i think if we if we uh just for some context here uh we come we uh, we come from a family of uh, handy persons carpenters constructioners uh and we all grew up either, you know, in a wood shop or around this type of work. And our dad, or, or handing our dad screwdrivers as he built a house uh, while we watched, <laughs> and then sweeping up. Um, and he's just putting the screwdrivers in a shoebox like that. Thanks, yes. thanks, man, thanks. <laughs> yeah. I found it in the other shoebox that you filled with them. Yeah, thanks, buddy. <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> on the ladder, the double ladder of ladders that he's like balancing one of the the, the rafters on, and you're handing him a screwdriver. He's like, "Not, not, yeah, thanks, Matt. Yes, I have time to see your screwdriver. That's so nice. Thank you so much." There's definitely a moment where he like takes a handful and he's like throws them in the yard. He's like, "Go get them all. Yeah. Go find them." Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got rid of. When we had a busy. pool. He had those little diving things, and uh, this, yeah, <laughs> this was throwing the screwdrivers out in the yard. Yep. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, obviously we're going to be, um, you know, giving advice here to our audience. Like, why should they trust you? What is your expertise? And so part of it is, yes, we, we kind of grew up with this, but I, I think, uh, you know, watching Ben and Corey, I would, Ben just said like, I think humbly, like, oh, I'm a little handy. Like I would say Ben is, uh, like I would tell people like, wow, Ben knows how to do all the shit. And he does like uh woodworking Corey built basically a, a small house in his backyard and is constantly like uh coming up with um you know fixes for his house so 
you two, I think, are certainly on a pedestal, uh, but I'll let you kind of explain your background. And Grant, I'm also curious uh, to see now that you've been a homeowner for a while, like uh, how you're curious or how what what kind of skills you have. So, um, you know, Corey, starting with you, maybe uh, why should we trust you as uh, a home home repair expert? Uh, I'm going to be leaning uh, heavily on uh, uh, occasional flap listener M. Dad Seifker. For a lot of these answers, because that's where a lot of it comes from. I once asked him, I was like, well, where did you learn how to do all this? Like plumbing and electrical and framing, but like to do it right. And he was like, oh, I ruined a lot of houses. Uh, <laughs> It's like I, like terrible projects, and you learn from you learn by doing, and you learn by messing and just huge mistakes, massive, massive failures, and that's how I got so good. I ruined a lot <laughs> of shit. I made terrible choices. Uh, I owned a home that we sold, and upon selling it, there was a lot of like, well, but why'd you do? Did you know this was bad? I mean, they're different colors. Why'd you put them together? That kind of thing. Um, when it comes to you know wires. Uh, <laughs> color doesn't matter with wires. Uh, well, it's all just aesthetic. Yeah, no. It's just you. You just go I with the ones that aesthetic. I go with the eggshell white in the living room. Uh, <laughs> go with the, the sea green in the kitchen. Really, <laughs> I was like yellow. Isn't that a little last month? Uh, yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah. So other people live in my fire hazards is how a lot of this uh, works out. Okay, uh, Ben. What's your what's your expertise? Um, so I I do rem- I remember a similar question to Dad about like uh you know uh he had a an early job working for a construction company in our area um but he had said like well they just did everything if they needed cabinets then they would build the cabinets if they needed to do the electrical they would do the electrical and so then he just learned on the job but I think there's something from being around somebody who just does stuff that. It be it's a it's it opens the door to it's possible. You watched a person do it. Well, I don't know. Then you learn how to do it. And of course, today you can you have the internet and all this stuff. You can. I, I'm a big like I watch videos forever and, and you know read articles and crap. And I don't know. You learn about it, then you do it, and yeah, you definitely fuck stuff up. Um, <laughs> you maybe almost die a little bit, uh, like <laughs> helping Corey with his roof. I, I, I arrived to Corey's house. He had a rope tied around himself and a chimney that also looked like it would fall over any second. And he was just <laughs> swinging back and forth across the roof tied to the chimney, uh, uh, you know, tearing off the old slate pieces. And um, Hey, I just want to throw out there that uh, beloved listener and uh, um, occasional exalted topic man, uh, D-Dental D T-Bauer S... Um, uh, that gentleman um, has recounted that story as his most... He's like, I, I knew I was going to die. I was so afraid of my life that day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, having just graduated from uh, dental school and like had his wife out in front... Like, you know, prospects out in front of me. He's like, why the fuck am I up here doing this? I want to help. This is the dumbest thing I can think of. Yeah. And my only, my only saving grace there was I was like... Yes, it was a rust. It was like a, a, a like a ragged old chimney, and yes, it was about to fall down. But I tied the rope. I tied a blanket around the chimney first, so the rope wouldn't rub much. Uh-huh. So I could go back and forth like twenty times before it broke. Uh, you once ben. said, "Hey, wait, Ben." When I was hopping backwards across the peak of your roof and almost hopped off the roof, you said, "Hey, wait!" At just the right time. Uh, namely, one hop before I would have fallen right off your roof. <laughs> so uh, that was a. Uh, 
I don't want to waste the whole podcast with that story. But yes. Uh, yeah. So see, you were very safe. Corey was tying the rope to the chimney. He was he was anchoring the chimney to him in case the chimney fell off. It wasn't the other way around. <laughs> he wanted to make sure oh, if there oh, was no, a this big is not dust for you. This is for the chimney. Yeah, the chimney. Yeah. There's. There's a Matrix moment where the helicopter's falling off the cliff, and I, like, wrap the rope around my arm yes. to make sure the chimney doesn't fall down. I'm amazed that there was a rope involved, because I, I ever since Aaron and I have moved here, we've been watching, like, nothing but um, this old house. And it's like, oh, it's awesome. every time those little bitches are up on a roof, they're all tied in and strapped uh-huh. in. And I'm like, I have never seen a single person <laughs> with a rope on a roof in my life. Because I've seen one man and his progeny, and that's it. Right. And it just so happens that they've never done that. <laughs> so, so, this is this brings me to my point. I have done a lot of things I can talk about. I've renovated a couple bathrooms. I've done a bunch of plumbing and electrical jobs in my house, and whether or not uh, those other houses are on fire, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but, but I've done a bunch of stuff. But the main thing is, I have all ten fingers. I'm still alive. You should listen to me. Ooh, all ten fingers. That's a that's a flap seal of approval right there. Yeah, I don't want to get too hard into that one, by the the way. But uh, (laughs) but the point is, Corey and I didn't die, and that chimney didn't fall off his roof. So you should listen to me. That's the that's the flap guarantee that you know it's good. I currently have all ten fingers. Now now my dad doesn't, nor did his dad. (laughs) He's got nine and a half, a good nine and a half, a good solid nine and a half. Really, if we're going by. 9. If we're going by percentages, uh, from from grandpa to dad is like a, a passing grade. Like right, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, Grant, what about you? What's your expertise? Uh, I haven't had to do much, but I've done some things. Nothing uh, that would render me any sort of uh, qualification as a handyman. But if I have any sort of uh, quality, it would be that. I would know to like look up some videos of how to do something <laughs> before I do it, but then also not really be maybe afraid to try doing it. Just, well, that's what we have to put some drywall here. I've never done that before, but how hard could that be? Dad tells me a couple things and then I'd try it and then it's good enough, I guess. <laughs> it, it works. The chimney didn't fall mm-hmm. on me. <laughs> that's pretty Yet. important. I mean, honestly, I'm still like intimidated out the ass for so many things, but it's a, it's enough to where you have to be able to go like, I, I think it's about breaking the mystique of like Ben, you said, I, like it's all wizardry, how anything works. But then even just it's watching a, part of a ton of uh, this old house, you go like, oh, everything. There, there's literally, I, I guarantee a contractor has never walked into a house where everything is like just quote unquote the right way. It's always like, uh, I don't know why they did this, but we'll break it down and put a new thing in, or well, we'll yes. bust a hole here, and if and if it was the wrong hole, we'll fix the hole. You know, it's like um, I I would say my expertise uh, before becoming a homeowner was you know really just like uh, putting together IKEA furniture, hanging frames. I'm I'm uh, I was pretty pretty good frame hanger, um, and I I don't know if we've talked about this on the the podcast, but I I even do some TV repair. Uh, in my time, it's <laughs> true. Uh, the, Successful TV repair? Well, TV repair. I, TV we repair. We had one of those uh, eight eight hundred pound, bigger than an upright piano, uh, big screen TVs from you know nineteen eighty eight or whatever, and uh, it wasn't working. I but like Grant, I wasn't afraid to get under the hood and see what was going on in there and uh, see see if I couldn't see if I couldn't roll up my sleeves and figure it out, but. 
Uh, recently, I've graduated to... Now when I hang things, I either find a stud or I use one of those little things that you put in drywall and then put the screw in. Uh Uh-huh. Been doing that instead of just screwing right into the drywall. That seems pretty professional. Uh Uh-huh. But my my biggest win, I I think about a lot, uh, when I was living in Dayton, our thermostat uh, in a place that we moved in did not work. And it was like, we moved in a... It was like spring or fall, like a decent season, and we didn't need air, uh, the heating to run. But by the time it got to winter, um, the heat wouldn't work. And I was like, what the fuck? And instead of calling the uh, – and I think this comes from being around this as a kid. you know, Instead of calling the landlord right away, I was like, let's just try to see if you could like, problem solve. And I, I was able to take apart the thermostat and just like look up the – manual or whatever and just realized the wires were in the wrong little pinholes or whatever and like you know red goes to red or whatever and there's like two two wires were in the wrong two little pinholes and i moved them around put them back in and put the thermostat together and it kicked on and it was uh you know and it worked and like i feel like at that (laughs) uh at that moment i was like should I need to dismantle a nuclear bomb? I could probably do it. Like I, I'm not a hundred percent confident, but like I would, I would give it a shot because I just like I now have mastery of all things wires and, and what color goes to what. I, I was about to say that's the closest you've ever been to being in a movie. <laughs> I, just for effect, I, I started a countdown clock. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, in your mind there should be a thing. Uh, there should be a, 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 a count, red flashing countdown, counting like six seconds left. Like <laughs> so, <laughs> so Matt, that is in the the demystification thing of every. A lot of stuff seems complicated, but really, you can. It, it's it, it feels intimidating, but you can look it up. You can watch videos and so on, but. The other side of that is, you know, practice makes perfect kind of a thing. Like, you can watch the video and you can see, like, how this plumbing job goes or how this uh, this sort of repair goes, um, and you can do it. Um, professionals are professionals for reasons, and they're way better <laughs> at it than you. They'll do a much cleaner job. Uh, you will want to distance yourself from a lot of the things that you do uh, by yourself. Uh <laughs> This this drywall was always this lumpy. It was lumpy when I got it. I definitely didn't do this one. I wanted the room to look like a pumpkin. Uh, I, I don't know. What, For come Halloween. up with something. Yes. Uh, okay. So obviously we're experts. Uh, what what uh, you know you're kind of we're kind of saying just have the confidence in doing it. What are some things that you guys recommend? What are projects people should take on? Maybe that you've done or that you're like, this is doable. This is a, a DIY project. I'll tell you what. A real quick uh, do and don't uh, section, just to head this off, is uh, do ask dad. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. And don't get in dad's way. <laughs> just <laughs> hand in screwdrivers and control the bad guys. Yes. There have, like There are some pretty bold projects that I've taken on. Like, uh, like I ripped off my roof and uh, extended a room that was on top of my house once. Because it was like, well, we got the roof off, might as well frame yeah. in something else. That was that was weird. And, da- and Dad's just like, I don't know, make headers and rafters. And then that's what he told me. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was a huge project. And right after my daughter was born, we were like, you know what? We should put a porch in the house and cut a hole through our wall and put these big French doors in. And so like that was a huge project. And luckily, Dad was there each time. But... Um, 
then it's like, you know what? I'm going to build that deck before dad comes down. And you only make a bunch of mistakes. Uh, and it's not bad. And the next time you build a deck, it's slightly better. Uh, I would say start with a deck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So watching a, okay, watching dad work versus when I do something and I like plan, 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 right, right, right. And he just starts going and wah, it's a different way of working. But as you build stuff and make stuff, you kind of learn like what Matt, like you know where you can make mistakes and start here and then you'll be able to like get it. It's kind of like cooking, like you adjust the seasoning as you go, right? Like don't get so hemmed up on like how many teaspoons of salt. You'll kind of do it by taste, okay? So you kind of figure out and you know where you make mistakes. On a broad area, know like what you can and can't fuck up. So if Corey fucks up that deck completely, Oh, who cares? Eventually, you can hire someone to come and tear all your shit out. You can say that uh, uh, some criminals came in tonight and they made this awful <laughs> deck in my backyard. And they installed yeah. this deck very poorly. Yes. yes. Rowdy teens. It's because we live next to a college. This yes, is probably exactly. a prank, the way they installed mm. a bad deck in my in house. I started building a bad deck. I chased him off. Senior pranks. We have a dog, you know, I said. Yeah. The deck is great because... Damn you, beta It's usually in the backyard. No one can see it if it's bad. <laughs> it's not part of the house you need. It's yeah. not the bathroom or the kitchen or the bedroom. Like, uh-huh. you're not fucking up. Like, it's like, you know what it is? The deck is the, uh, the footprint gas pedal of a car. <laughs> you just glue it on. The, the car still runs. You didn't fuck with the engine. Yeah. It still works. On the other hand, if you want a new window where a window isn't, and you just cut a big hole... Well, hey, well, this is going to be a lot harder to deal with here. Um, you can do anything. You really can. If someone else can do it, I, I mentioned it before, though, like craftsmen and people who do this for a living are going to do it way faster and better than you. Um, but you can do all kinds of shit. But just kind of know, like, where the fuck up kind of happens. Hey, maybe you're going to cut that big hole in the wall. Summertime. Start there. Start with the summertime part of that. <laughs> That's a good... Yeah. Also, yeah, how many people live advice. with you and will be mad at you? Uh, <laughs> this matters, too. By yourself, cut a hole. <laughs> also <laughs> important uh, to measure. Uh, I, I, li- I do like the do, do call dad. Um, I have been texting and calling him frequently with uh, basically some of the wimpiest or the littlest, you know, ideas. I, I literally, I almost, I didn't, I pull, I, I like stopped myself. But I almost called him uh, to say, where's my fuse box? <laughs> Which, uh, I feel like I would have... Uh, that's, an, that's an Uncle Mark, where am I? Was I? Just gonna say, I was just going to say, an uncle of ours once called yeah. our dad and said, where am I? Yeah. <laughs> but I was, you know, looking oh, all man. over the damn house and I was like, maybe he knows where like they normally are. But uh, I, I didn't, I stopped short and I, and I did find it, but... Um, just pick a wire and follow it in one direction. Right. <laughs> if, it, if it turns out it was the wrong direction, turn around and go the other way. I'm at a power plant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> then you've gone, gone too, too far. far. You've gone too far. Yeah. Turn back. <laughs> the good now thing I'm is you'll find your house. way back. Just You're at the yeah. wire. Yeah. Just follow the same wire. Yes. Don't follow a different one. Yes. Yep. There you go. That's how I found mine. I'm going to lower the bar from, from uh, starting with a deck in that if if you're completely intimidating, you've never done anything, and maybe like me, you've lived in an apartment and you haven't had the ability to do anything. I'll tell you what, painting a room—that's what is, I was is say. actually Paint a room. makes yeah. a huge difference. Where you go, hell yeah, I just I just uh, transform the whole thing, slap it on some paint. And it takes a little work, right? A little prep 
to do it right, but uh, it makes a big difference. Yeah, no, you, I'm not uh, saying start with the deck. I'm just saying like uh, about like what yeah, hey, painting is another example. What if you paint it wrong? Ah, who cares? You still have a house. I am saying start with a deck. If you don't know the name for tools, if you're like, I've got the hard metal tee and a bunch of uh, wooden pins, um, like, <laughs> I, I'm still saying build a deck. Uh, so what are some uh, some things that maybe you would recommend, some scenarios in your expert uh, opinion that you've run into where maybe you call uh, an expert in versus uh, you know, maybe you haven't, you've run into a scenario that uh, you shouldn't have done yourself? Well, being a seeker and having been trained by dad, the answer is never call an expert. <laughs> um, uh, it helps when you are but the having, But the, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, but it rolled downhill just slightly enough to where um, uh, any actual electrical work needs to be done by a professional. Um, I can figure out how to rewire switches and put in new stuff and replace what's there, but as soon as it's like, well, what's what's... Like, as soon as I have to do something real, I start Googling, like, what's a volt and what's a watt? Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> I should yeah. not be doing this. Wait, the watt is a W. That's two Vs. So it's double voltage. Okay. I got, <laughs> okay. I got that figured okay. out. Okay. Got that figured I can out. do this. <laughs> watt before volt, never a <laughs> volt. <laughs> volt before watt. That's Except just a lot. sounding like neighbor and way or something. I think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, except after C. Zap. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. Get, get get dad to do your electrical work. <laughs> uh, Grant, have you had any uh, flub ups yet in the new place? Uh, well, I did have to call someone for a furnace issue, and it was mm. not like, yeah, hey, your furnace is off. Just turn it off. Like, <laughs> it was a little more complicated than that. It involved replacing electronic hardware inside the thing, and yeah, it's not something. Yeah, I I figured something that big and expensive and not obviously wrong. I should probably call someone. <laughs> but that's a good one when like you're like I couldn't see what was wrong. Oh God, th- thank God it was some sort of like hidden electrical component. Yes. Like thank I, God it was. Thank God I'm not an idiot. At least not, yeah. I haven't been proven an idiot in this very very specific scenario. Well, Whew. have you come inside? It's plenty warm inside. Are you just standing in the So. Uh, Matt, this is back. Uh, Audrey was just born, and we went to an old man Christmas at your place. Um, okay, the hammer was up and stuff. There, there. You okay. had an old man Christmas. Okay. We had had. We were living in. Uh, I think it was the other. It had to be the other house because Audrey was just a little baby. Um, we had a furnace issue. It was an electronic issue, Grant. But I, it's like there. There were times when it would or wouldn't work. It wasn't a thermostat, and I just sat in trouble. I was troubleshooting it for a long time. Okay, the cycle should go like this. This happens first, then this happens, then this happens, and this happens. It's like, uh, this kicks the gas on. The gas has to happen, and then this first blower will start. But then there's a sensor that's going to say, did that first blower start because there's an excess of like uh, carbon monoxide buildup or something. There was some sensor that I figured out is the problem, and I ordered a new one. Meanwhile, I went to your house for a party. My <laughs> wife and the baby came too. They drove back to Columbus. I'm getting drunk with Matt in Dayton. Uh, and she calls me. She's like, hey, it's doing it. It's not, uh, the furnace isn't coming on. What do we do? And I'm like, don't worry, this is easy. I'm very drunk. But I'm like, just go in the basement and open it up. Okay, you see the thing? You see the little black thing? 
just wiggle it for a while till it turns on. And she's like, that's what you've been doing in the basement for a week? You've just been wiggling? <laughs> you act like you did this big thing of fixing our furnace and you just wiggle it? <laughs> I was going to attach a string so we can do it from the living room. <laughs> it's like, no, I... That is how you temporarily do it till the new piece that comes next week. But she was like, you fucking asshole. You tried to pretend that you fixed the furnace. All you do is just go in the basement and wiggle it and then hang out and probably drink down there. Why, 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 I can't come up yet to help with anything because I'm, I'm looking at the furnace. Yeah. That's fantastic. So anyway, that's my furnace story. Yeah. I recently, I, I did call dad for this, for some advice, uh, when we moved in, the 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 tub needed recalked, and that was one where it was like one level up from painting. Where I'm like, ah, caulk's kind of a, nah, it's a little intimidating. And I, I watched some YouTube videos, and Dad and I felt better. And Dad was like, you know, make sure you have plenty of rags, and you know, wet your thumb and put the bead over it. And I was like, yeah, I, and I watched a couple more videos. I can do this. So first of all, somehow caulk is somehow both the stickiest substance known to man and simultaneously the most slippery <laughs> substance known to man. I don't know how those two opposites can happen. It's magical the way that it'll stick to everything except the part where you're trying to attach it. Yes! And th- th- then it's just like flubbing around and falling around. Like, So I, f- I-, I finished the job and that the tub isn't leaking, but like, there- there's a couple of feet where I'm like, look at that fucking bead, man. That thing looks good. That looks, yeah. I'd, I'd take a well, picture yeah. of that. But then there's way more feet that looks like on like it was it melted to the bottom of a barbershop floor and it's like all matted in with like oh, yeah. hair stuck in it or something and more is better. And and it just there I had like like Dad said have rags like somehow the rags just kept mm-hmm. filling up with caulk and it's spraying everywhere. And somehow the worst part was I I don't honestly know how this transferred, but I'm, I did all the work in the bathroom, but the, the entire hallway outside of the bathroom was an ice skating rink. It was so slick after I finished this. Oh. I don't know how I, like, the rags <laughs> the got out there or I, was, well, I had it on my shoes or what. But it was so slick, my wife literally fell down the stairs. <laughs> like, one day I heard, like, a huge boom, 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 and I was like, what the hell, are you okay? And she's like, I fell down the stairs, and I'm like... Shouldn't have been wearing those socks. Those uh, are going to wear shoes. <laughs> you, you idiot. What's wrong with you? Yeah, you got to be careful up there. It's definitely not a bunch of misplaced silicon. No. I have no idea. Yeah, so like I, I know I have to go back in and do it again. This was like a month and a half ago, and I'm like, I know some of it's bad. I have to like rip it back out and do it again. I just am like building up the, okay. the courage to This is the perfect example of... You can do anything, but a uh, a professional does it so much better. Um, Matt, the more that you do caulk, like I I had done latex for a long time, and then the first or acrylic, the first time I did a uh, uh, silicone caulk, I did our whole tub and surround. I had same thing. Asked Dad a bunch of questions. Then I did uh, the whole tub and surround before I went back. And this stuff, like, it dries so much faster. And then I was, like, covered in it and had half of it stuck to me and was freaking out. And I had paper towel stuck into my shower and it was a whole mess. And I tore it all out and redid it. But if you watch somebody, like, on a video, like, How To, like, there's, I remember I watched this Australian guy do, he was just like, yeah, blah, 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 bl
Yes, thanks. That was <laughs> Every one of them to a man. Australian sounds. To a man. <laughs> anyway, when when you watch a pro, how are they just like like uh they they lay it out yeah. they run their finger on it and everything is just beautiful it's a perfect yeah like 45 degree convex mm-hmm. uh situation yeah no it uh that's because they've done it for their whole life they yeah. have special platypus thumbs or some shit like that i don't know <laughs> it's, it's fucking australian, australian assholes yeah, yeah. yeah they just know you gotta wet your thumb you just gotta wet your thumb mate <laughs> that's the convict thumb wait uh, <laughs> Did you wet your thumb? Exactly. It's different. It's like the new phrenology. Grant and I know what's really up. Yeah. Uh, oh, mate. You can tell mate, someone is liable to steal if their thumb is wide enough to make it. The <laughs> mate, you'll bead. never run a never run a bead with that little law abiding thumb, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exactly. convex thumb. Are you a cop? We Let me see a, your thumb. Yeah. We call it a convex thumb or a wanger. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we say. You wet your wanger. Run we a bead. call it a wallombado. Run a bead. That's what, yeah, hear people say it like a bead wanger. That's what we're talking about, mate. What are you talking about? You wet your thumb. You wet your thumb. What do you think it is? Look at your tiny law-abiding thumb. Uh, all right. Well, clearly, uh, we've established uh, our expertise, uh, dished out some knowledge, and, and proven to our audience why they should trust us. So now is the time we sell them things. So uh, I figured... Um, you know, especially as someone who's had to shop for a lot of tools recently, it, it's equally intimidating to go like, well, what, what do I need to, you know, what, what do I trust? What's good quality? Uh, what are the must haves? You know, things are pretty expensive. So, uh, as trusted advisors, I figured we could recommend some, uh, flap approved products to our audience. So, uh, Ben, what, uh, what kind of flap tool do you recommend to the audience? So this does a dual thing of actually making things easier and also uh your domestic partners will think that you're smart. Uh which are these are these are two reasons you don't want them to know what you're really getting into. You want them to think that you're magical. Um if you have ever replaced a light, uh they imagine that your your house is up to code and has a modern uh junction box that you could just screw things in. Everything fits into the whole pattern that's on there. If you have an old house, you know that that's not true. I, in this current house, replaced my daughter's light, or the light in my daughter's room, and I remember taking the old one off, and I swear to God, there was just a pipe. (laughs) What? (laughs) There should be a certain size junction box with screw holes and stuff that you just, the new one's like, and yes, I'm playing screw it right on. No, this was a pipe with wires coming out of it. Somehow, (laughs) the old owners, God knows what they did. So then I have to figure out how to, like, uh, retrofit all these templates and whatever else. So fuck all that. Fuck all that. Hours and frustration and anger. That's not what you want. My thing is a universal ceiling fake box. So you put this up and it's got like little spider legs that you know get out and get above the drywall or plaster or whatever it is that you have. It has a little adjuster so it's going to be flush with your roof. And here's the main thing. You don't have to wire shit. It's all an LED light that it's just remote controlled when the light switch goes on. <laughs> None of this like fake wiring, like you where you go like, there's no ground. I guess if it's here, it's probably <laughs> grounded enough till the next guy comes along. No one in my house is gonna die. No, none of that crap. You don't have to wire anything. It's just a simple cold LED. It's beautiful. The future is now. That's the way. Ben, to go. I recently had to rewire a, uh, a multiple three wire three way switches in a bathroom for a ceiling fan, ah, and it's just kind of like. 
why did you use black for all of them? Like, (laughs) yes, yes. Right, like Grant said, like black would clash. You, you want an eggshell? You want something that's a little more more inviting in a bathroom? (laughs) (laughs) And the wiring, you might. Yeah, easy. Uh, Just unplug black to black to black. And you also know, Corey, what they found was like. They found an immigrant with wet fingers uh, making the connection. <laughs> and, and they were like, listen, all we have is black. Now we have actual wires, okay? You know how this goes. You do your best to, like, move it up a little bit. But some things you just go, I'm closing the wall. The right. next guy will figure it out. Mm-hmm. Sorry, next guy. Yeah. So, you, yeah. Everything, every wire is the same color, and you're, you just open it up and go, well, you're fucking kidding me. Okay, yeah. Let's see what happens. That's another line that I'll introduce. A product line I'll introduce is just a, a sorry next guy uh, <laughs> tab that you can that you stick yeah, on yes. any of your projects before you seal the wall up. There's a sorry next guy yep. uh, sticker. Yeah, I've definitely opened up like a project and been like, oh, I'm the other asshole who has to deal with this. <laughs> yeah, and in there is one of those like back rub coupons or something. <laughs> uh, so Corey, what uh, what kind of tool would you recommend? Um, I'm going to recommend, uh, and this, this, uh, this may be, I don't know if this is unorthodox, but I'm going to recommend two tools. Mm. Um, one is, uh, the Swanson speed square. Mm. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's legit. Legit square. Uh, T Thomas, Ted B. Dental S will know, um, the Swanson speed square is the tool to let you know all sorts of roof angles. Uh, you get yourself, uh, right angles in 45s. Uh, it, you barely have to know how to do it to actually use it, but just having it with you, it's a metal triangle made of aluminum and it's full of some carpenter numbers and it looks impressive sticking out of your, oh, uh, yes. you don't have to know how to use it, but you walk around with it. And the right. other tool I have well, what is, what I like um, about the Thompson's, the Swanson speed square is that not only is it really functional and useful, it also sounds like a joke. Right. <laughs> Yep. It, right. People start, that's true. People start laughing, and then you poke it up. You're like, "Is this funny?" And they're like, "Oh, oh, shit!" Sorry, I just, like you, you, you establish your dominance. On this old house, they had some uh, teenagers come on to teach them the trades, and they one of the episodes they're like, "We're going to start with the the like five minimum things you need in your tool belt," and one of them was a speed square. It is the and best tool. They use it all the time. I haven't. I have not like done the roofing that you've described, Corey. So to me, it still is a magical tool. I have no idea how they're using it or what it's used for or why it's better than other, why it's faster than slow squares. But <laughs> right. uh, it does look pretty cool. And the percentage gained over medium speed squares, um, <laughs> right. uh, nor, or they call them regular speed squares uh, or reg squares. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit, but it adds up. I mean, each rafter. Uh, and the tool that I would uh, sell with this is... Um, in partnership with uh, those fathead uh, wall decals, uh, which is just um, it's just it's just a wall. Uh, it's just an image of a wall to plaster over the bathroom that you're never going to finish, or uh, the, the den the den that you thought you'd put you'd refinish oh, yeah, the floors. Now, put that fucker over it, and then when people ask where's the den, just point to your speed square and be like, "What den?" Like, you know, I know what I'm talking about. You're the crazy one here. Cock your speed yeah. square wall, menacingly at them. Wall decal. Right? Right, I Perfect. take my speed square out, and it makes that samurai uh, like sword, and you're like, shwing, shwing, like, and then you okay, put it sorry, back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm saying is, uh, I'm saying is, you Andy Dufresne up that hole that you made, and um, <laughs> we just never speak of it again. Nice, uh, excellent. All right, Grant, what about you? Uh, so the tool that I recommend 
is called the Flat Brand Power Toolifier TM. <laughs> With this handsome set of alligator clips and a 24-volt forklift engine battery, turn any tool into a power tool. <laughs> Just clip on the clips, and now your hammer is a fucking power hammer. It's fucking full of electricity and shit. Everyone knows power tools are better than regular tools, so oh, you're, yeah. you're, you're leveling up everything that you've already owned, including the other power tools. You can make a power drill <laughs> into a super drill. <laughs> Uh, that's brilliant. It, it's like, uh, you don't need to go out and buy all the power tools. If you bought your product, Grant, you can make any tool that you have. The exactly. Power tool. A, a battery and a handsome set of alligator clips, and you've got yourself <laughs> it's not, uh, now, power tools. What I like is how handsome the alligator clips are. Yeah, I, that, that's really what sold me, is their, <laughs> is their handsomeness. Um, for me, uh, as I uh, have kind of alluded to some of my experience, uh, this is why I think I'm a qualified expert to recommend this, is a tool line. It's a TV repair tool line. Mm. So you've got your uh, TV pulley pliers. Nice. <laughs> uh, in case you need to get that pulley in and out. Mm, TV pulley sander. Sometimes what you'll find <laughs> is when your big screen TV is not working, the... The pulley's the pulley's sticking a little bit, mm-hmm. so you want to sand it. Rubs. Like you get static, it's rubbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and TV pulley lubricant, obviously, it's a you got to lubricate Very those useful. pulleys inside the TV Obvious. to make sure they work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lastly, the TV pulley hammer saw. That one's <laughs> I'm, I haven't. That's for like a you know that's for real big heavy jobs. duty. Yeah, that's for the big jobs. It's 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 if you have that's a for doing, that's for doing both pulleys. <laughs> right. Yeah. Two two pulleys at once. So yeah. One hammered, one sawed. Yeah, I know how it works. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think uh, we, we've we uh, given you guys uh, all the expertise we can for one episode, but uh, surely you'll be wanting more. So, uh, little Captain Travis, let us know what, uh, what are the projects that you want to take on that we can help with. Email us at freelegaladvicepodcast at gmail.com. Hey, and paid paid subscribers uh, will get a preview of the 2022 Snap-on calendar. Uh, if they find us on Instagram, we are Free Legal Advice Podcast. And like Grant always says, uh, the best place to uh, the the equivalent of the internet uh, on the the internet's equivalent of uh, where you can go down and hide away and. Uh, Sound smart, but really just wiggle a furnace sensor back and forth for a while. <laughs> That's going to be following us on Twitter at FreeLegalPod. Yeah, and if you like the show, ask Dad if he likes the show, and then say <laughs> what he says. <laughs> then and sweep hand up him a, yeah, hand all the find all the screwdrivers. There were five. <laughs> no, no, there's a fifth one. I only heard four. Yeah. Well, there's five. Classic. 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 A classic bit. Episode 60. I always say, if you get pulled over and you have been drinking, immediately take a breathalyzer. That, mm-hmm. uh, do it that's right the away. first thing you want to do. Um, Otherwise, it'll look suspicious. It looks suspicious. You want to know what kind of scenario you're looking at here, mm-hmm. you know? And all right. of that alcohol Clarity. just builds up. It's like boiling in your... You know, you want to get that... Uh, number at, well, it's as low as possible. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's going to be some time between getting pulled over and when the cop's able to give you that breathalyzer. We all know mm-hmm. 
you know, you can put various things in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody knows dick makes beer go mm-hmm. away. It does. If you can so, suck your own dick, what I think you should try to do is to put the seatbelt. Exactly. <laughs> your dick is known as an alcohol sponge. What you want to do is to put the seatbelt over your head and then pull it down to ratchet it, get a little closer. To, and you get that dick in your mouth, you got to chub it up real quick. So what I would recommend is uh, start masturbating now at a blue and red flashing light so that you have like kind of a Pavlovian response. Right. But then, so it's like, woo, woo. And then you're like, fuck, mm-hmm. get the boner, get it all chubbed mm-hmm. up. Put the seatbelt over your head. Pull your neck down. Get that dick in your mouth. Get some of that taste out of there. That's going to buy you a little bit of time. What I'm thinking mm-hmm. about okay. right now is the car that we shared uh, in high school. <laughs> and like, how many times I touched that seatbelt. It always smelled like the back of Ben's neck. Well, the seatbelt only would be like my neck, Corey. It would be like my neck. Exactly. It always smelled like it the was back of his neck. neck. I don't know why. Why do you have seatbelt If you touched my the... mouth a lot, that would have been a more problematic thing. So... So, all right, so that dick's going to buy you a little bit of time, uh-huh. right? Dicks. We've all said Next that. Next thing, you want a little bit more, you want to you distract him? You, see, you know, hey, you start talking about the breathalyzer. If I were you, you know, you're really kind of focusing on that breath, and then reach down, grab his gun, bam, game <laughs> over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Gotcha. You know, that you can were get close, you out Scott. of a you lot of scenarios. We started Gunsy with that. Gunsy always wins. Because it, they, they, you're going to be able to pretty much get out of any scenario if you're able to. Um, yeah, like, okay, yeah. cop pulls you over because you're drinking. Grab the gun. Cop uh, is trying to arrest you for having just witnessed you murder someone. Grab the gun. Right. Pope tries to excommunicate you. Grab his gun. Grab his can't gun. Can't do it. <laughs> grab, he, his he grab his gun. He can't do it. He's got to go back to Rome. Uh, his reflexes are slow as he, shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, especially by now. People yeah. don't try because it's, you know, you're so it's intimidated. It's an ornate but. fucking gun. You're going to like it. <laughs> it's a very nice, yeah. It's, it's a it's, beautiful it's, gun. It was that allegedly a carved big. by St. Peter himself. Yeah. Uh, now the bullets are made of Jesus's teeth. Ben brings up a good point. You suck your own dick. You're pretty much gonna uh, get off that breathalyzer scot free. Turn internet over.